I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Yeah, Shamu, we still need a teaser. I have no idea. Yeah, neither neither do I. Uh, we suck we at improv. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, God. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! And welcome to the 248th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Shamu and Gator. And we are here, as always, to bring you a fantastic Pokemon podcast about all things Pokemon, uh, as well as, if you're new, uh, you can check out our community, because we do more than podcasts. You can check us out at PucklePodcast.com. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, so, uh, Puckle, we're here. We're going to talk some Pokemon today. Worlds is going on, but we're not going to talk about it, because, well, we'll talk about it, but we can't t- tell you who wins, because we don't know yet. It's like, spooky past. Because tomorrow you guys are going to be listening to this, and you'll know, and we don't. Both of us wins. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> so, here we go then, guys. Um, uh, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? I know Gator's been up to some stuff. Have you been up to anything cool, Shamu? Crying. Crying? Why is that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's, he, Shamu's actually oh, a listener. Oh, I can tell you why I'm crying. Because okay. I found out I don't have a Defog, Mew, or Zapdos, and, like, all my teams I've made recently require those, and I'm about, like, I'm yeah. just sad. I'm just so, sad inside. So this is a call for help. If anybody in the community or listen, listening to the podcast has a Defog, Mew, or Zapdos, we would be eternally grateful. Uh, <laughs> about, like, nature, stats, anything, as long as it's technically, like, it's work online. Yeah. That's, that's all I care about. Yeah, so if you if you could send that over to us, that would be great. Just shoot us an email or also Stealth Rock Mew. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait, that doesn't matter. Never mind. What kind of Mew? I forgot to say Stealth Rock Mew, but I'm like, wait, that's a tutor move. That's a tutor move. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I already. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm tired. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, Shamu just got off work. Like, yeah, I didn't get the shower. <laughs> he literally just got home, walked in the door, and I'm just like, we're recording a podcast now. Um, so that's why Shamu's crying. It's just, he's tired. He's emotional. He's upset. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, let's go with that. Um, what about you, Gator? You are telling me about a lot of cool stuff before we started. Yeah, what have I been up to lately? Um, well, I finally decided to uh, flip a bunch of cards. So I took a bunch of my Magic Rares and uh, a couple of Pokemon Rares down to the card shop, uh, flipped them, got some money, and then immediately came home, deposited the check, and went on TCG Player and spent that money plus $20. Um, That's not so, bad, though, Like to come yeah. out like $20 ahead. I mean, only $20 to build like a good competitive deck. Well, yeah, because like, I'm buying... like two versus seekers in that competitive deck I'm oh that's buying, 30 dollars there yeah i'm buying a uh three greninja breaks which is 10 15 a piece yep i'm buying yep. two octillaries which is like uh ten dollars a piece so that in addition to the a few other trainers like and the double da- dragon energies and the giratina ex oh yeah like, so for anybody wondering i am making a um uh, xerneas break deck with the giratinas um for all of our TCG curious people. The deck um, looks I'm, pretty cool though. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've got the a stamp of approval from our TCG hosts. So we'll see <laughs> running this deck IRL. Yeah, how that goes. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, Jim. I'm like speaking like TCG. I got a little bit closer to making my deck. Like I got two cards yesterday. I'm like, okay, two cards closer. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I have the cards, but they're in the mail. So yeah, um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of TCG online. Um, that's been fun. I like playing the theme decks because uh, the Greninja deck is just overpowered. Um, oh yeah, no the Greninja. You're talking about like the Greninja theme deck you can buy. Yeah, it's, it's yeah that so was really good. Um, other than that, I've been playing Standard. Uh, finally beat Scrawn. Yeah, GG Scrawn. What mate? Um, <laughs> he that's. He, he likes to brag about beating me one time with the Pyroar deck. That, yeah. that was yeah, like brand new. He, he bragged to everyone about that. So yeah, like, even me, I was like a screw up, and I think he's a theme deck, and I lost to whatever Pyroar Archaeops. That was yeah. I think yeah. that's what it was. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of random battles on Showdown. Um, that's been kind of fun, and I've been uh, helping mod our uh, Puckle streaming that that's yeah. been doing. So if yeah. you guys follow us on social media or have a Twitch account, you can go ahead and get signed up for notifications for when we're doing the streaming. And Shamu is one of the mods, too. So you've pretty much got the whole streaming team here yeah, with you the on this podcast. Yeah, the stream team right now. Um, and we've talked about Woo! like incorporating some other stuff, too. So if you're mm-hmm. like more like, oh, I like TCG stuff, we've talked to Dashiro, um, potentially throwing around that idea of having him stream on the channel. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot more options available to us than just uh, random OU double battles. Yeah, or random I, OU single that's battles. just what we're doing for right now because it's just finding our footing. Yeah, it's and... it's fun, though. Everybody should oh, come yeah. out and watch. Uh, we have a good time. Thatch talks to everyone. Absolutely. I try to. I mean... We did. We we had a pretty good turnout last week too on Thursday. That was a good turnout. Yeah, we had like uh, about thirty people at one point. Like, oh we, no, we got up like forty two. Yeah, how about they like we, we had forty two concurrent viewers at one point. Um, that was nuts. Yeah, I mean, that was it's funny. not it's it's no shiny hunter, but we're still doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean for that we've only it, streamed four times and we already had forty two concurrent yeah, viewers. Yeah, it's been so pretty that's pretty low. good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty like, good growth. Um. It, I can't think of the right word, but yeah. 
it's good. And then uh, the last thing I've been up to is watching Worlds. Yeah, absolutely. So we had a whole we, we had the chat on uh, Facebook going for all Friday. Mm-hmm. Everybody just commentating and like, man, look, look at this team. Look at this crazy guy. Like, and kind of like making Jushiro and other people jealous because they're like, I'm at work. I can't watch. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're going to talk more about Worlds next week, I think, because Gron is actually there right now. And yeah, he, our man on the scene. Yeah, he's got to come back and give you guys the lowdown on the world scene. Guys, he woke up at 3.30 this morning to go get a pass, a spectator pass. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. It's Just because so there's nuts. so many people there. But yeah, we it's going to be really cool. Uh, we're going to talk more about Worlds next week, obviously, uh, because it'll be over then, and we can actually talk about the team that won and stuff. But uh, for me, I've been I'm doing pretty much everything Gator's doing, except I've been also playing more Showdown. I've been like doing what both of you are doing combined. Uh <laughs> I've been testing teams on Showdown, and then I've also been uh, playing a lot of PTCGO with uh, a Greninja Break deck. A poor man's Greninja Break deck, but uh, a Greninja Break deck nonetheless. And, I mean, I've been having fun with it. Well, it's it can't be as bad as my standard deck right now. I've got, like, one Xerneas Break in it, and, like, Xerneas EX is it's the most convoluted yeah, Xerneas deck I've ever seen, and it's going to be completely wrecked when the format rotates in September. So, oh man, yeah, no, I've just been trying to get, I've been trying to get ready for that rotation. Oh yeah, on PTCGO, it's just, it's not going to go well. I haven't even like, like most of the cards that are in that, like, I've been swapping out like entirely right now, trying not to get like <laughs> used to it. Well, the problem with Greninja Break is you lose XY Greninja. Yeah, and, you and so water that's like that's like half of the water shirt. Well, not half of the water shurikens. It's part of it though. It's like two thirds, in my opinion. Can you have? It's at least. It's probably about half of what you do. Well, here's the thing though. With that giant water shuriken on the break, there's no retreat cost on that Greninja on that yeah. that that Greninja you're using now. So as long as you can um, have two of them up at the same time, mm-hmm. you can do 120 damage. And then do the attack. Oh yeah, Greninja Greninja Break doesn't get hurt too much in the rotation, but it it definitely gets hurt somewhat. Like as long as you have one energy on your Greninja, you can mm-hmm. do a minimum of 160 damage. Oh as yeah, as long as you got the two Greninja Breaks out. Yeah. So it's not you're not going to be hurting too bad, Thatch. No, no, I I agree. I'm not going to be hurting too bad, but I don't know. I need I need to go spend a bunch of money on cards so I can actually be competitive. Um, oh, like that's gonna be a problem for you. It's I'm gonna sure. be. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go buy cards. I just sucks. bought. I just bought a car, so <laughs> I have like no monies. Sell your car and buy Pokemon. Cards. I'm not gonna sell my car. I love my car. Sell Shamu's car. Uh, Shamu, uh, I'm gonna sell your car. You're gonna get like twenty bucks. Um, that's enough. <laughs> that's for four packs. Cards. Four packs. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough for some Pokemon cards, I think. But yeah, uh, that's what I guess that's what we've been up to. So uh, there's been plenty of other stuff going on though in the Pokemon world. So we're gonna go switch over to the news, guys. So cue the epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. 
And on to the news. The news, as always, has been uh, pretty great. We're going to start off with something small before we get into the uh, three new Pokemon we got. Uh, so we got, uh, there's a Meowth event currently going on in Europe. I'm not exactly sure why this Meowth event is happening. Europe uh, and Australia. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure why it's happening. Um, no, it's happy hour. And there's a serial code, the word happy. Uh, maybe it's National Happiness Day. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> so Fluffy is, should go get this Meowth while she can. Um, and anybody else in Europe for that matter. I know we have plenty of other listeners in Europe. And so let's see. In addition, let's see. I, I had it all written down and I opened the wrong thing. Uh, so... Uh, we also have Pokemon Snap coming to the Wii U eShop. It is coming to Japan. It is out in Europe. It is everywhere except for North America right now. But if that's any indication, that means America will get it probably in the next month or so. Uh, the same thing happened with Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Skies on the eShop as well, as well as the Pokemon Ranger games. You gotta just like take turns on which region gets it first. So if you're interested in that... Uh, you can go play Pokemon Snap. It's a good fun four-hour game. Uh, <laughs> About so, yeah. It's pretty short. But, I mean, it's it's that piece of nostalgia. The only thing that they could do to make me buy it, because I already own it on the Wii, the Wii uh, Virtual Console, is they could uh, integrate, like, the gamepad, you know, into it. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. We all know that. But, and the gyroscope. That's, like, Yeah, that would be so huge, cool. right? That would be really cool. But I don't think it's going to happen. So, uh, finally, I think the big piece of news that everybody's waiting for us to hear, uh, talk about is we have like a bunch of new Pokemon that got dropped again this week. Uh, they're not enough there for a topic. Thank God. So we can stop talking about Pokemon news as a topic for once. Uh, but we've got, uh, first was revealed on Thursday, Turtonator, the fire dragon type. Oh, I love that thing. It's really interesting. I'm, I love it. It was I'm a cool. Fan. It's cool looking. I'm glad we got another Kaiju looking Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, there was also a, uh, he also has his own move, I believe. Let yeah, me... Shell Trap. Sh- shell Trap. Do we know what that does? Uh, it says it'll, which will cause the opponent to get hit by an explosion of damage if it hits Turtonator in the same turn. So, so it's like a counter, essentially. Yeah, so it's essentially like counter, burst. it sounds like. Probably more like Metal Burst. Yeah. I can see. Fire type. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Because that's hit with the move. It doesn't say physical or special. Mm hmm. Let me just make sure this is the right thing. It says like, physical attack. Oh, does it say physical? Yeah. Okay. I was looking at the uh, news article part. That's why I was going to go check to make sure. Yeah, it says physical. So that's good. Uh, also, Fire Dragon's a really cool typing. I love I mean, that, yeah. I mean, we have it on Reshiram right now and nothing else. So I'm very excited for that. So it's probably a counter then, essentially. Yeah, in addition, Worlds announced uh, four new, well, four new, I'm going to put that in quotes, Pokemon. For us, uh, we found out the name of the Sandcastle Pokemon, the English names. It is Sandygast and Polosand. Uh, and they both have a new ability uh, called Water Compaction, which boosts their defense by two stages, I believe, when they're hit yep, by a water-type right move. That's nuts, though. Uh, but they're not immune from water-type No, they're not though. immune. They're not yeah. immune from water. Which And most water-type moves are special, so... Mm-hmm. That is that is another nah. point to make. Yeah. So what would probably happen, they'll probably run especially defensive with the uh, water weakening yeah. berry. You could, and it's you, only times two, so essentially you'll be just taking like a water hit. Yeah, and in dish, as long as it's not like... Dumb. If you run it bulky, yeah. You could also run like yeah. a self-vest or something, too. That, too. I mean, that there, wouldn't there's, be bad. But there's definitely thinking. ways to get around it. 
Um, and then the oh. other one, we also got uh, Beware Pre-Evolution. His, uh, his name is Stuffle. And he has a tag on his butt. Yeah. So I love that. I love that they're definitely just making him like a stuffed bear. So here's the question, though: When they inevitably make a plush of him, is that where they're going to put the tag? I hope so. It has That's, to. It'd be great. Or if they put a tag on the tag. I don't know. They have to, though. I mean, <laughs> uh, but he he looks adorable, and we got actually got some footage of him, so that's really nice. Uh, and then finally, I think the new one that we were all very surprised with was Crab Brawler, which is a crab Pokemon with boxing gloves, and it looks like it's been punched in the eye, and, and it's only of- fighting type, no water type, and I love that. Which makes sense, because it's based off the coconut crab. Yeah. And coconut crabs do not, they do not mess with water. Like, Mm-mm. they're not into that, so. I love it. I just love it, because it, it's just holding boxing gloves, and it's just... Oh my gosh, I'm a fan. Well, the, the theory is right now he's going to be um, the Team Skull Leader. If you look at like his glasses and his mm-hmm. tattoo color. Oh yeah! His glasses are the eye shape of Crab Brawler. Maybe. And his tattoo are the colors of Crab mm, Brawler. Interesting. So I would not be surprised if he ends up being one of those uh, iconic associated with the bad guy Pokemon. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't really yep. mind. Yeah. It kind of had those color kind of color scheme too. It's like the purple and like mm-hmm. the yellow kind of. Yeah, kind of, kind of reminds me of Zubat and like Ekans and all that. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a big fan of it. Uh, and then also in TCG news, uh, from Worlds, we got uh new new types of cards are coming to the game. Oh, they're called GX cards. The only two we've seen so far are uh, Solgaleo are, and so, Lunala. Yeah, and Gator knows way more about them than I do. Okay, so yeah, basically so cool. what they are is they're going to be a new type of card that gets introduced in the um, Pokemon Sun and Moon sets. Um, Which I think and, is going to be in February. Yeah, it uh, should be February yeah. for us. Yeah, um, for us, yes. So what's going to happen is these cards will have a one-time attack, and these attacks are super overpowered. You can only use one attack from once uh, GX Pokemon per game. Like, that's it. You ha- You can use this once, but it's an explosive attack. Because on um, Lunala that we saw, it has an attack that mm-hmm. instantly kills a Pokemon. Yep. Boom. That's it. Snipes one, and you draw prize cards. The other one, on Solgaleo, at any point in time, you can attach five energy any way you like to the Pokemon you have. And it didn't specify basic energy. So that could be special energies, too, like double colorless or dragon or mm-hmm. anything like that. So you've got these two basic attacks in addition to the fact that they have strong attacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've got regular, but we do not know the cost of these attacks and we do not know the HP on these Pokemon. So yeah, they're, essentially, they're essentially EX Pokemon because when you lose one and it's knocked out, you get uh, two prize cards for it. Yeah. But in addition to that one time strong attack, they're regular pretty strong attack. They also have the abilities. Um, I believe Solgaleo's one was the one where you can at any given time move a Pokemon around uh without retreat cost mm-hmm. and i cannot remember lunala's off the top of my head but i'm it was looking something... at it right now just give me a minute for the thing to load and i can tell you <laughs> like i have it like big screen when i'm bigger monitors and yeah load it's it's just nuts these these are super strong pokemon so these are definitely getting included okay. and a lot of a lot of the talk right now is that those special attacks are going to have to require some sort of special energy yeah. or like a, a spirit link type um, yeah. of card attachment. There's got to be some catch because these Pokemon are super powerful and they're basics. Yeah, yeah that would just be, I mean, 
it sounds like it sounds like power creep at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna make GX almost necessary to play in the game. Let me read you the abilities and such. So Solgaleo is Ultra Road, which once per turn you can switch your active with one of your benched Pokemon, which is what you said. It's attack of Sunsteel Strike for 230. Discard all energy from this Pokemon. Then Lunala's is Psychic Transfer. As often as you like during your turn, before your attack, you may move a Psychic Energy from one of your Pokemon to another of your Pokemon. So it's like Fairy Guard, or Fairy Transfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Phantom Ray for 120. The defending Pokemon can't be healed during your opponent's next turn. Yeah. So Lunala would be a lot of play, just with Psychic Transfer itself. I yeah, think. it pairs so well with the Mewtwo deck right now. Oh, also, um, um Lunala's ability isn't exactly knock one out. It's, it's, it's knock one out, but it's basic Pokemon. That isn't the Pokemon GX. Yeah, it's a snipe. So you have to, so you have to hit an EX or just a basic. But, I mean, still, it, yeah. you can, you can, it doesn't say where yeah. that Pokemon has to be either. No, so, you're uh, still, essentially a free snipe, I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Like, it's not without its fault. Like, yeah. if a Shaman's on somebody's bench, there you go, boom, two prize cards. Yeah. But even then, that's, <laughs> yep. that works too, though. All right. Uh, so I think that's it for general Pokemon news. We do have a couple of community events coming up, though, in Puckle. Uh, Patch, the... we do have a special news bulletin from Scott, or uh, Scron. Yeah? Oh. Did you see in chat? Yes. He wants everyone to know that he f- took a picture of the girl that Bo made cry at Nationals. Yep. That's what I heard. Scron, Scron, Scron. Also, in community events, don't forget that this Friday there's going to be a chat box meetup hosted by Mr. Maximus. So check that out if you get a chance. And in addition to that, uh, episode 250 is coming up. So I think that's in two weeks. Uh, we are going to be doing a live episode for the general public, not just for Patreon patrons uh, this, this time around. So it's going to actually be on, I believe we are all shooting for September 3rd. Uh, probably around two o'clock. We are going to nail down a time this week and we'll let you know, guys know through our social media and on the website and on our Google calendar. Uh, what it's pretty much going to be, uh, my plan is right now, episode 250 is going to get, be as many of us getting together as possible. And we're going to kind of just talk about Puckle and how we got involved in it and how the podcast is working. It's like, it's like a behind the scenes kind of. And I don't have to come up with a topic. And yeah. But it'll also be a lot of fun. It'll be about two hours of us just hanging out and talking about all things Pokemon. Or, and Puckle. So, check that out as well. Um, I think that's it for the news this week. So, we are going to switch it on over to the game show, uh, where I have some questions provided to us by our listener Hanakane this week. Oh, so, boy. we are going to do that. We are going to then switch it over to the game show and quiz these guys. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, as always. And I am going to be quizzing your co-hosts here, Dr. Shamu and Gator, on uh, Pokemon Trivia. Uh, the good news is Gator is still in the lead with 24 points, but he's getting he is slowly being caught up to by Whimsicott uh, and Mr. Maximus. And Shamu, you actually have a chance to take third place today by overtaking uh-huh. Maximus. So All right, Shamu, help me help you. <laughs> uh, so we are going to be getting right on into it today. Uh, as always, no browsers, guys. You always get one hint, 
And you have one minute to answer each of these questions. And so let me pull up my timer here, and we should be good to go. All right, then, guys. Question number... Uh, uh, and before we begin, all of these questions, again, are brought to you by Hanakane, one of the listeners of Puckle Podcast. If you guys have questions, you can, of course, just email us at com to ask our co-hosts. So, question number one. We're going to start off with an easy one. Bulbasaur, Mew, and Arceus can all arguably lay claim to the title of first Pokemon. Name the fourth Uh-oh. candidate that may rightfully stake that claim and the reason that it is el- eligible. Isn't it, it's Rhydon because it's the first one that was designed, correct? Yeah. That That is correct. Uh, the answer is, in <laughs> fact, Rhydon. It was... Uh, it the was the made one. Yeah, it's the first Pokemon that was illustrated, and it's actually 001 in the index numbers in uh, the Generation 1 Pokemon games. Like the code and all that? Yeah. In, in the code, in the code, there are index numbers. There's actually like 190 index numbers that are assigned to Pokemon. Um, and oh, yeah, they and figured this like, out um, because the... you can catch Missing Nose. In, if you catch Missing Nose, each of them... Tops and all that, yeah. Well, well, if you catch each of the Missing Nose, you can oh. actually trade them over to Gen 2 and find out what Pokemon they turn into. Oh. And so there's actually been extensive research done, well, extensive research, in quotes, done on that. And you can actually see things like, uh, like, Scissor was originally programmed into Pokemon Red and Blue. Because there were more Pokemon, like, planned for Red and Blue, but they decided to hold some back and make it well, even one That makes sense, because, like, Ho-Oh appears in the yeah. first episode of the anime. Yeah, no, yeah. Gens 1 and 2 were, I think, a different case than literally all of the rest of Pokemon. They were all planned together. And oh, yeah, makes then sense. they were split into two games that were two generations. Thus the theory of Peekabloo. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, question number two. You guys are off to a good start here. Uh, we are going to do, uh, which mythical Pokemon can you catch in Snowpoint Temple? Oh, is that uh, Regigigas? Am I thinking Snow right? Because that's the snowy city with the gym leader, and you go down to that temple and with the three Regis, and you get Regigigas. But that's not a mythic Pokemon. That sounds like fourth gen, isn't this it? This is a poorly worded question. What legendary Pokemon? That would be Regigigas, son. Yeah, no point fourth that's... gen, seventh gym. It's a snow area with the girl with the ponytails. And you go down to the temple through all the ice levels. Um, and you have to bring the three Regis down to the very bottom. And you can, once you have all three Regis there, you awaken Regigigas. Sounds good to me. I've never played it. first so. two, it's or Diamond and Pearl. It's level 70. And Platinum is level 1. You're correct. <laughs> okay. I, I remember. It's not level one in Platinum. It is isn't not. it? What, no, isn't the one that's level one? I don't think so. I swore it was. Maybe it is. Uh, <laughs> the, way you, the way you can get at level one for some reason. Uh, but yes, the answer is Regigigas. You can catch that one in uh, Snowpoint Temple. All right. So now we have slightly harder questions. So you guys are sitting at two points today. Okay. So here's our next one. This is a Gen One question. So get your Gen 1 hats on. Oh. All right, so here we go. In Pokemon Red and Blue, Brock is one of the only two gym leaders whose Pokemon don't have a single direct damage attack that is the same type as their gym. Who oh. is the other gym leader that also does not have this? Okay, so Blaine at Fire Blast. Okay. Um, um, is it Koga? Oh, yeah, it might be Koga. Um, should I think? Um, Misty has Water Gun. Surge has Thunderbolt. Um, Erica has Giga Drain. Um, I think it's Koga. 
Because Charlie who's, who's the, um, yeah, has to be Koga. Is that your final answer? They all Hold have the on. Wait, 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 wait. has Fisher. What about, wait, is it, like, is, 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 not... is Sludge? Sludge Planet. Oh, Sludge, oh. Yeah. What was the question again, real quick? Because uh, which which gym leader that's not Brock does not have a move of their type that does damage? Because I know Misty has like water gun. Yeah, because she gives it to you. Um, is it Surge? Yeah. Does Surge? Surge has, has Thunder Shock at least. Does he? Okay. At least, at least um, Thunder Shock or like. Do you want to use our hint? Um. Hmm. Trying to think. Well, you either use it now or give me an answer. One of the two. We can use it now. I don't care. Okay, the hint. Defeating this gym leader will allow you to use Surf outside of battle. I'm pretty sure that's Koga. Is it Koga? Oh, yeah, okay, it has to be Koga because then you can go to Seafoam Islands and all that. Is that your final answer? I'm going to say yes. All right. The answer is Koga. Uh, the, the only poison type move that Koga uses is actually toxic. toxic? Yeah, that's what I thought. And you that does not directly do damage to a Pokemon. Yeah. So uh, it is it is Koga. And then obviously Brock doesn't have like rock slide or anything. Yeah, tackle. Yeah, but he doesn't have a rock type move. I know. I know. Uh, I, swear, I, I could have swore I got hit with Sludge the other day. Isn't Sludge a. No, Sludge. He, Koga. None of, po- Koga uh, none of Koga's Pokemon know Sludge. I do not believe. I don't know. That's just what I, I... want to check real quick. We, I will check real quick, and if you if you are right, I'll give you a bonus point. Uh, that's how this game works, fast and loose. Uh, I am pretty sure though that Koga like, do, only uses toxic. Yeah. Okay. Um. Actually, no. He he does use sludge in red <laughs> and blue. Um. So there's that. And maybe he was talking about TMs. Maybe that's what Hanakane meant. Uh, yeah. So it, he, he does have Sludge on several Pokemon, actually. Uh, I know, I got hit with it. I... Yeah, he has Sludge on several Pokemon on uh, Muck, Coughing, and Weezing. So you get you guys get bonus points. So you're sitting at four today. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. All right. So question number four. Uh in Pokemon Stadium, there are a total of nine minigames where you use Pokemon to perform certain challenges. In four of those challenges, the Pokemon actually have to use real in-game moves that also exist in the main games. For example, Magikarp uses Splash, Sandshrew uses Dig, and Kakuna and Metapod use Harden in their respective minigames. Which is the fourth Pokemon to use a move that it can also learn in the main games, and what move is it? Uh, actually, you just have to give me the Pokemon. Oh, is, which one is this? Pokemon Stadium 1? Pokemon Stadium 1. Oh, sh- I, knew, I knew Pokemon Stadium 2. Oh. Let me think. Um, what, what, what were the ones you said? Uh, Magikarp uses Splash, Sandshrew uses Dig, and Kakuna and Metapod use Harden. So there's a fourth minigame where the Pokemon uses a move it can also learn in the main games. I'm remembering Stadium 2 1. Is it... Remember- What's what? What's the one with drowsy? Like oh, sno- no. snore, snoring something. Sounds right. I'm trying to think of all hip- the other ones. Because he's got like his pendulum. He uses hypnosis. Yeah, and you got like, the other drowsies to sleep. Like I'm just trying. What are all the games? There's that. There's the Ekans Hula Hoop, 
they're the Rattata race, right? Yeah, run Rattata run. I think it was what that one was. Yeah, the Atkins one's not. It's a hula hoop. Um, and then he you had like to... the the Pikachu one, but that one was just like a like a that was just like a, like it was like a, yeah that wasn't. I'm gonna need an answer. Let's just go with drowsy. Yeah, drowsy. The answer is in fact drowsy. Uh, he is using hypnosis, so. Uh, that's, that's five points for you guys today. And you said hypnosis, so that would have been the bonus point anyway. So you guys got all the bon- points right now. Uh, woo! Woo! Uh, <laughs> five points. Let's see if you guys can go for a perfect score. That has never happened on Puckle's Poke Quiz. All right, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, here we go. This, this is the hardest one right here, I think. Um, Twin which, Needle. Which, <laughs> uh, which item introduced in Gen 3 can be purchased for a mere third of the price of another more commonly used item that has the exact same function. A third of the... So, an item that can be bought for a third of the original item, but much better? It's this, It does the same exact thing. Oh, oh, it's a lava cookie. It's lava cookie. Because full heroes are like 600, and lava cookie, they're 200. It's a lava cookie. I guess. Is that your I'm, final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. The answer is, in fact, lava cookie. Because <laughs> um, I remember doing that in third gen. <laughs> Like so that that is the first perfect score on Puckle's Pokey Quiz here today. Yeah. Uh, so that that changes a lot of the standings here. Well, not a lot. Just I'm I'm glad Shamu came up with that because I was going to go with the bitter medicine. And let's <laughs> no, see. that's like 400, 500. Oh, all right. So this this dramatically shifts the the tables for Shamu here. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts laughing <laughs> maniacally. Okay, so the new standings are Gator in first place with 30 points. Oh my god. Uh, Whimsicott in second place with 23 points. Uh, Dr. Shamu in third place now with 22 points. Followed closely by fourth place Mr. Maximus with 19. Uh, Scrawn is in fifth with 11 points. Vosifus in sixth with nine. Viger in seventh with four. And Ethan trailing in eighth with two. I challenge Ethan right now to catch me. <laughs> right now, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, uh, th- so that is where we are standing right now, guys. So uh, keep on listening to Puckle's Pokey Quit or Puckle Podcast if you want to hear more about this. Uh, at some point, I need to end the season for you guys so that we. Why can don't we just make it like the end of the year? Like I, that's what I was thinking about doing, but we have some we have some things happening in the near future with some of the people, so we might do it like at the end of September or something. I'm saying end of this episode's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, third place isn't bad. But nope. we'll, I mean, I don't even have prizes for you guys. So. I'll pick one out of the closet. I'm fine. No, you don't get any of them out of the closet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's it, guys. We are going to take a quick break, and we are going to jump right into the topic for you guys. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop! And on to the topic. So, with Worlds going on, and with all of this Pokemon excitement, uh, especially recently in the past few months, we've been asked several times, over and over again, how do I get into Pokemon, whether it be the video game or the trading card game. I think Jushiro's gonna do, um, I guess this is gonna be in a couple weeks, because I forgot September starts on a Thursday. 
Um, on uh, September 9th, he's going to do a nice episode on the uh, TCG and how to get into it. Probably much more in-depth than anything we can say right now. But we'll definitely give like a little overview of that. But uh, I, I think we were talking about this at the beginning of the show, or before this segment, actually. Uh, about how how to address this. And I think the most general way, uh, we've all come to agreement, the, the most general way to describe how to get into Pokemon is to learn how everybody else plays Pokemon, essentially. Um, it, whether that be taking a team that you see, a popular team, and just figuring out why it works. Um, we can, we'll go into a little bit more detail on how to actually do that. Um, just pulling a team, figuring out how it works from a popular player, or you can even, or if it's a TCG deck, taking that TCG deck that, and just figuring out the strategies behind it and how it works. And when we say taking it and figuring it out, we don't mean like sitting there and studying it and like, mm, no, this is interesting. No, no. Like go on YouTube and mm-hmm. type in VGC 2016 team yep. or OU 2016 team or TCG best deck. Like, get in there there are people and videos out there that's that's a good place to start a lot of people are visual learners a lot of people auto auto, auditory learners go in there type that in and just start watching the best way to learn watch and learn yeah definitely like for tcg like um one person i've been watching kind of is yellow swallow he's got Mm. a lot of random decks and stuff like i kind of like him Um, Uh, dark Dark integral yeah dark integral does that too yeah, I thought um, was that, I thought that was the one I saw. The there's one guy who just had a weird personality that I don't care for myself. But well, that's oh, that's why there's six billion YouTubers. Yeah, that like first guy some decent decks and trolley decks, but I'm just like, and if you're looking at like OU or um, VGC, there's players out there like Wolfie Glick. Uh, um, Aaron Zhang, I think, is the biggest one for VGC, and I mean, it's really hard to hate him. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's so, one of the commentators for Worlds this weekend. Yeah. Um, for does, OU, I would. Oh, are you gonna? Continue? Oh no! Keep, who would you do for OU? You're much OU, familiar with the scene than I am. I would just honestly say Poke Aim because he's just he knows the game. Oh yeah, like, Joey. Like Joey he knows is every very good. almost almost every like meta game like like the back of his hand. Like mm-hmm. this time he doesn't know. He's sure, but like most of the main ones, OU, U, U, R, U. Like he can. He's very good. Yeah, Shofu, he knows what he's doing. Shofu knows what he's talking about. Um, he's an interesting one to watch, especially. But he's um like, he hasn't posted many Pokemon stuff in a long time. Like his old well, stuff is good. Well, he's still got stuff that's relevant yeah, to current OU. Definitely, definitely. Current, um, yeah. Uh, um, Justin Flynn has some yeah. old videos that are worth checking out. He's very patient um, when he's explaining things. Like there, look, look around. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few people to avoid, um, but I don't <laughs> want to throw any shade on this episode. Yeah, so let's if, not let's not talk about. If, I, I know exactly the people you were talking about. So uh, if you're if you'd like some clarification, if you're like, hey, I've, I've I'm fi- I'm following this YouTuber on these videos. Just send us a tweet or something and ask us if it's like, hey, is this the guy I should be listening to? And then we can like kind of tell you discreetly whether or not you yes. might want to check somebody else we can out. Di- we can put you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think that's that's the best way to say but it. But those are those are some good ones. The um, Poke Aim, uh, Shofu, uh, Dark Integral. Just there's there's several good people out there. Like I said, mm-hmm. just type it in. Go on YouTube. Um, the other places to learn forums. Poke Beach is amazing. Oh, yeah. oh it's for amazing TCG for the stuff. TCG, yeah. Um, and then the Smogon forums are where you want to be for OU things. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah, no, it, you can find a lot of cord there. That's where I find like yeah, yeah no, that's that's, that's Shamu and I accelerate team building by just looking at cores. But and 
Smogon OU forums are great. You just Google for OU teams. Mm-hmm. And you can get an entire set that you can copy and paste into Showdown yep. and play with those teams. And that that's the next most important thing. You you need to sit down and play, right? You you're not gonna learn Pokemon entirely by reading, you need to play. And if you if you some people are better at learning by doing as well, like you were saying, different types of learning. So the way to do it is just take the team and just play thirty matches with it, you know? Um, and here's the thing if you're fine, any list of teams Every good list is going to tell you what roles those Pokemon play mm-hmm. on the team and yes. why they're there. Yeah. So that's going to give you your starting point for understanding why this is here. This Pokemon has this EV spread because it specifically needs to live this kind of hit from this kind of Pokemon. Yes. And because- also, this this also has a secondary purpose as well. Like, you learn your team as well, but whether it be TCG or even the video game here in this case... Uh, just playing those 30 matches, 30, 50 matches, how many, ever many you want to play. I don't care. Um, you're going to run into something that is somewhat common. Uh, whether it be you're playing TCG and you run into something like Night March, you learn how that strategy works. You run into something in the video game. You run into a particular Garchomp, Scarf Chomp, or something like that. Uh, you know what it can do. Um, you learn, you learn all of these things that are common in the meta and you, you gain a knowledge base. And those are the things that I think are really important to know. You find out like what card or what Pokemon, what it does and you figure out, okay, so what this does, how can I stop this? What can be like against it? What is it weak? You figure out like how these things connect together and like how you can use it, whatever, anything. It's just, you just figure it out and you can just use it to your advantage. And what's important about that is all about prediction. Mm-hmm. So anytime no. you're playing any OU, uh, VGC, TCG, whatever game you're playing, mm-hmm. the ability to predict what your opponent is going to do next and weigh your options is seminal to your success. Yes. So if you are aware that you have a uh, Dragonite that just switched in on something that's not going to live a hit from that Dragonite, and you know they're going to switch out, you know that you can put up a dragon dance for free. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, perfect example. And then you can sweep mm-hmm. the rest of their team. Yeah. You just, you, you learn to find uh, things called, I think, more formally, win conditions. Oh, yeah. Yes. And when you can learn to identify win conditions and, like, figure out what the best chance of you winning is, that's when you finally get to that point. And, I mean, you can go back to our team building episode a few months ago. If yeah. you, if, if you're going to get into team building, I mean, there's a lot of things there. Like, I think even if you're building your own team, another thing to do, you need to learn that team, right? You need to become yeah. very, in, quote unquote, intimate uh, with that team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like and with um, even, oh, oh. I was going to say, even applying it beyond just like the video games, even in mm-hmm. the TCG, you'll notice oh, yeah. if you're watching Worlds this weekend, the amount of times the other person looks in their opponent's discard pile to try to get a grasp on what they have in their deck and mm-hmm. what they have left. If they know they're running Night March, they're trying to see how many double colorless energies they've discarded so they have an idea of whether or not they're going to be able to attack next turn. It's yeah. that level of prediction to understand what's happening that's going to make you... It's a key to success. If you cannot predict, you cannot play. Yes. That's what it essentially comes down to. And being able to predict, essentially, is just coming from your knowledge. Like Gaining the knowledge will allow you to predict, which will allow you to essentially yeah. and, play better. And like and, we said, to gain knowledge, you just have to play. Right. Or you could think of, like, I kind of, like, with myself, I gained that from watching. Yeah, that You're too. You just gotta watch, like, current stuff, because when X and Y came out, mm-hmm. everyone put up videos, so you could easily figure out what the meta was. Yeah. And, and they, 
yeah. the secret guys is not there there everybody comes to us asking for like wh- what do i do to become a competitive player there is no like silver bullet there's mm-hmm. no there's no, no magic key that we're holding on to it's literally willingness to put in the time and learn yeah this is this is true for every format i mean for anything in life yeah like, it, it's very true i mean the people <laughs> The thing is, I, I get asked a lot, especially with the stream and stuff right now. What, are you going to do any more tiers? And it's just like, well, yeah, I'd love to do more than OU. Um, I, I'm very proficient in a couple others. Uh, hint, hint, little cup. Uh, but like, uh, it takes a lot of time to get into a into a meta to the degree I would want to for this kind of stuff. But also, just in general, it takes some time. You have to invest. And if you take too much time and say like, I invested a lot of time in UU, right? Uh, I'd lose out on the shifts in the meta that are cur- currently happening in OU, right? Uh, because OU is different than it was six months ago. Um, so you definitely need to like stay on top of it. I wouldn't say this is just a skill that you learn once and you're done. Like right now, the Lando T usage in OU is like way down compared to what it was six months ago. And being able to come into something and being able to read what's happening is super oh, yeah. important because there are guides all over the internet on how to adapt to the meta for mm-hmm. OU, for uh, VGC. But even amongst those, they're different depending on where you are. If you're playing the TCG at your local card shop, the meta there might be way different than what oh, yeah. you see on Worlds. Um, they were talking about that this year with the Japanese teams coming in for VGC. They were wondering mm-hmm. how it's going to shake up the VGC matchups because the play groups that these people play with are now integrating with each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't play, especially with the fighting game world too, right? That's, com- oh, that's yeah. a completely different situation uh, with Pokin, but uh, they were talking about in worlds with Pokin, you know, you have different groups meeting for the first time. You're very, especially the fighting game community. It's very like well known who's in it. And yeah. then it's just like, Oh, now we're mixing two groups of people who never play each other all the time at different tournaments. So, uh, that's definitely true. Like in card shop leagues, that's why I always say there's like, these are league cards. You know what I mean? Building decks for fun as opposed to competitive decks. And then you also have things like, uh, I don't know the video game. The video game itself is a different beast because once again, you don't have people playing each other all the time. Uh, it's a little bit different, I think, uh, than the TCG or the Pokin for the, for that matter. Just because uh, it's a little bit more integrated. Up until recently, you could have practiced uh, VGC 16 online on Battlespot, which was the official way to go. And you'd you run into can't. people from all over the world. And you can't anymore. They changed the season. I, I went and looked. It's I was playing it the other day. The special season? Uh, it was it was VGC 16. The, on, on Showdown or on Battlespot? On Showdown. Oh, that's that... on Showdown. On Showdown, it's fine. I'm talking about Battlespot on the oh, cartridge. okay. Uh, because you could go and do that. And I mean, in my experience, when I play battle spot singles, I run into a lot of Japanese players. So, I mean, it might not have been a big deal in VGC as much. Uh, but saying that right now, uh, looking at the top cut, I don't see any Japanese players. Um, but it's, uh, it's very interesting. I mean, like we said, you need to, uh, learn to adapt to a meta and that you just get by playing a lot. You're going to you're not going to be good at first, and I don't think anybody is. No, uh, and we all started the same way. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I would and, say I would say now Gator is one of the better competitive players on the council, and when he joined, he was not. Uh, <laughs> like no offense Gator. Yeah. Uh, no, I I This is actually like praise. One, I like one yeah. one badge during Summer League. Like yeah. that was it. 
Yeah. It was bad. I remember so and now he's definitely one of the better ones. He knows exactly what he's talking about, and I trust a lot of his analysis. But, so, so now you guys know you can go online. There's all kinds of resources online to look yeah. up strategy. You need to be able to mostly be able to identify what other people are playing so you understand how you're playing. Now let's talk a little bit about how you actually get into competitive. So, oh yeah, IRL, IRL, <laughs> um, and online too. So yeah. there are, um, like I'll hit on the TCG real quick because, like we said, they're going to hit on it really a much more in depth in the TCG cast. Mm-hmm. But there are, if you go on Play Pokemon, you can look up leagues all around the the world where they're listed, and they'll you can go on Pokemon.com and find these and just show up. That's all you have to do. They yeah. are going to be so excited to have new people and you can go talk to them and be like, Hey, so I'm interested in getting started. What do I need? And they'll tell you the cards. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you where to get cards at. They'll talk to you about different TCG decks. Um, there's limitless opportunities. And they, the, the cool thing about attending these leagues and actually getting into it is you get a lot of free stuff too. So like you'll get promo cards or you'll get like really cheap packs or there's uh, a whole variety of things because Pokemon has a vested interest in getting you to come out and do these things. Um, also, a lot of the in-person leagues too will have video games, but I've found personally that it's really hard to find VGC people in person. Um, yeah, that I mean, because you can already play online. You know what I mean? Yeah, so people but, are not as willing to go out. Mm-hmm. But um, for that, there is Showdown. Yeah. So uh, Battle Spot, like Thatch said, is gone now, but you can still go on Showdown and play. Um, Which is necessary, especially for uh, the fall this year, since they're playing VGC 16 rules until literally 2017. And so there's no way to really practice on the cartridge. And to be fair, in the fall, it's always like the least innovative. uh, Thatch and I were talking about this already. I'm planning on going to the Orlando one, and I'm just going to play the team that beats whoever wins Worlds. Yeah. Like, that's because people are just going to copy that team. And that's the thing too. Like even the best people in the world don't try to reinvent the wheel a lot of the time. Yeah. Like you're you'll be tempted to come into these games and be like, I'm gonna come up with a brand new strategy on my own. There's no need to do that. Like learn from I'd say, let I'd other say people learn the, do the learning for you. Like <laughs> the only instance we have of uh somebody like actually like creating their own idea would be Sage and Park. And I mean everybody loved that, right? And Sage and Park is actually a very creative person. And yeah, so that was great. He used Pachizaru in twenty fourteen, won worlds, nobody expected it. Uh but twenty fifteen Park. Huh? I was gonna say yeah, he came in from the seniors division and did yeah. his time learning about all the things. He before he broke the rules, he learned them by like, the back of his hand. Yes. Like <laughs> that's the difference. No, no, like uh we were talking before this as well. There there are definitely different levels of like team building and strategy building. Uh I think so, like, there's tier one where you just straight up rip something from somebody else and you play around with that, try to figure it out. And then you have uh, tier two where you can start making slight changes to current strategies. And then there's, like, tier three where it's, like, I'm going to make my own strategy. I don't care what anybody else does. I think this is going to work because I know the meta inside and out, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you can also see that a lot of people think the same way if you just look at the top eight teams for Worlds this year. I mean, those are just going to be, they're super similar in a lot of ways. And I, I, they do usually like come together into one strategy that can beat the popular team at the time. 
And that, I mean, it's very interesting to see it play. And that that's definitely something to think about when you're getting into the game. Like, I'm, I think I'm at this tier, and then you need to learn to get things moving. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I know a lot of people like to come in and be like, man, I want to use, uh, for my own deprivation, I want to use Feraligator as a competitive Pokemon uh, and use it in OU and do really well with it. Well, disappointing news for you, bud. Uh, Sometimes you have to accept some Pokemon are bad and they're just going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's the same with TCG decks and it's the same with mm-hmm. OU strategies like uh, or uh, VGC strategies. Like last season, I ran a VGC team that had a Slurpuff on it. Yeah. I really like Slurpuff and I want to run Slurpuff. And sometimes it would work. But the majority of the time, I got beat by the deck that was winning or yep. the, the uh, team that was winning. It's just the way it is. So yeah. if if you can come up with something or you find something where someone finds that niche that that Pokemon excels at, that yeah. makes a huge difference. Like um, a lot of the times, like right now, Stealth Rocks really shreds. Haha, <laughs> that's the joke. Um, <laughs> any any ability for like bug flying types. Yeah. Um, it, just, it just murders them. But there's some bug flying types, if you can get the setup, like because um, I play a lot of random battles. Oh, yeah. If you can get them set up, they're they're nasty. They mm-hmm. just hit so hard and so fast, and you wouldn't expect it because you never see them. But they don't fit into the current meta. Yep. Yeah. So that's it's the trick. So the the answer, you guys, is there's no real answers. Like <laughs> <laughs> we we try. This is the best answer I think you give. It's just like a a, a pseudo rant about this is how you do it, man. You just gotta play the game, play the game, and learn what other people are doing so that you can beat those other people. And realize that you're not the only person starting out fresh. Yeah, please. Like, we have so many listeners come in and they just, they, you know, I wish I could do competitive. Well, if you, if you really want it, you can put in the time and mm-hmm. anybody can learn. Yeah, that's like, the thing. That's the, I think that's the biggest time commitment. The biggest time commitment isn't building the team in the cartridge. It isn't, I, I wouldn't even say building the team unless you're yeah. like, unless you built a team and you're just like, uh, if you go back to our team building episode, I think I said this, you have to, you have to test that team very much so to get so everything build right. it in showdown first. That's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that's, so that's not even that the biggest like, part though, right? They're always I mean, better do it in showdown. The, well, people the, are intimidated and they try to build things on the cart first. Mm-hmm. That's like, <laughs> I, I would definitely, if I were, if this was, uh, if this was 2008, I would say, don't worry with the sim- simulator because I was very against simulators at the time. Uh, for what reason? I don't know. Uh, but now, nowadays, I'd be like, just go play the sim, uh, figure out what you want first, then build it on the cart. Because um, uh, if you're playing competitive Pokemon, rarely do would you ever run a 252-252 spread, uh, e- EV spread. If you want more details and you're getting into competitive, we can talk. Uh, but you would rarely run that spread on anything, except for maybe a sweeper, you know? Really, um, yeah, or like um, a wall. Sometimes. Yeah, Even maybe. Both wall, they're like maybe. You you may you might run like one two fifty two. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not gonna run full on two fifty two two fifty two all the time. Yeah, unless they run like sixteen speed or like they run yeah. like a couple things and hashtag a- speed creep. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's definitely it's a reality. It's a reality of Pokemon, and so you need to you just need to check those kinds of things out. But. Everyone have hope. With Sun and Moon coming out, it's going to be a whole. Oh new my gosh! Meta. It's going to, we're going to be flooded with players, and things either are going to get really comp- 
creative or it's going to be really easy to get into like the top half of those tournaments. So if you're if you're like super nervous now, now's the time to start learning Absolutely. How, how teams work because when Sun and Moon comes out, every it's a level playing field. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for Sun and Moon because a lot of people are going to come in. We're all going to be learning about however many Pokemon are in the game. We don't. Everyone's even know. going to be disappointed that Mudsdale's terrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I guarantee you something's wrong with Mudsdale. Yeah. Everybody, it's so overhyped right now, but that pure ground typing is... Ugh. It's it's scary. Uh, and it's heavy, so grass not like GG. Yeah, I mean, right? Uh, and so <laughs> it, there's there's a lot of stuff going on there. But yeah, like we said, I mean, this is hope, this is probably the best uh, source you're going to find to getting into competitive. I mean, the only way we could say is go play. If you don't want to grab a team right away, just go play random. See what's out there. The random teams yeah. are actually based on sets that um, kind of exist. Um, they're just, it exposes you to what Pokemon have. And I even play it for myself because sometimes you find like a move that you didn't know a Pokemon could learn. And it's very interesting and very enlightening and maybe you can make it work. Definitely. And if you're confused about any of this, you can come to pucklepodcast.com slash exactly. chat and join us on we'll help Catbox you. Meetup every second Monday of the month and every last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we always have plenty of people around and I'm usually... There's at least one person that's got pretty decent chops in the uh, video games. Yeah. Uh, the TCG, we're a little scarce on the ground right now. We're trying to build up that, that group with the, the TCG cast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm getting really into the TCG here lately. Same so, here. Yeah, I think a lot of us are. <laughs> yeah, after, like, after PuckleCon, everyone got hooked in the TCG. Like we like, really did because we started playing those pods together. We yep. had people, Oh, my God. <laughs> if you, could, you could turn into a Woody where you – Day one, have no idea how to play TCG. Day two, win a tournament in TCG. Day three, become a TCG du- judge. So, <laughs> if PuckleCon was a little bit longer, he might be Trainer Thatch now. Yeah, just right. Saying like Woody's OP, um, but that's just an example. Like, okay, uh, let me let me put it out like this: as far as getting into the TCG goes, there's six year olds playing it. Like, come on. You if can six, it out. six year olds can pick it up and understand it and figure mm-hmm. it out. Same with a video have, game. Not the at the same video. level, but it's not at the same level. But there, if there's these children that can compete, you can compete. And like, don't yeah, and don't worry about being terrible because everybody's gonna be terrible. Yeah, when I first started TCG and was going to league, I was getting routinely beat by ten year olds. Like that's just yeah. how it happens. You're just gonna be terrible at Pokemon at first. It's just like that. It it's that barrier. That's the only barrier to entry. I think. It, other than buying cards but uh the only barrier to entry to pokemon is literally just how much time are you willing to put into it and learn this meta yep so that's that's literally it because you just have to deal with being beat you know for the first two three days the cheapest the cheapest format to play is on the video game cartridge mm-hmm. like it doesn't cost you any money to play if you if if anybody tries to go buy a six IV ditto, I, I, they're gonna get slapped by me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't go on eBay and buy a Pokemon. Just come to us; we'll give you one. Like, just talk to us; we'll breed you one. Like, we'll hook you up if there's something you need. Yep. Um, TCG Online, we're starting to get a community on there. Yeah. That's completely free to play. You can download that as you have a computer, an iPad, or an Android tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you free cards all the time, and you can just sit there and spam playing the um, theme deck like I do and get cards that way so you can build up your standard deck and then go play other people and play in tournaments and it's free and did i say <laughs> it was free because it's free yeah absolutely like, just like just do, do those things 
and then you're done. But yeah, so, it's not easy, but it's not it's not difficult either. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's difficult to get into Pokemon. Uh, no. Just you, it just you have to realize that you're not going to be good at it right away. I but mean, if, if look there's at anybody me. out there that's been perfect at whatever it is that they do for. Oh, we lost Gator there. Okay, so that's it for right now, guys. Uh, we're going to take a short break and go to commercial, and we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Trainer Thatch, and I'm here to bring to you a new product by the Devon Corporation, the Pokenav Plus. The Pokenav Plus does everything. It shows you wild Pokemon, it brings up the town map for you, and it can also bring up the news. Not only that, it can fry a whole Farfetch'd in under 10 minutes. So, buy the Pokenav Plus today from the Devon Corporation for the low, low price of $3.99.99. Poke of the episode. And welcome back, guys. Our Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 437, Bronzong, the Bronze Bell Pokemon. According to its Pokemon Black Pokedex entry, it brought rains by opening portals to another world. It was revered as a bringer of plentiful harvests. Wow. Yeah. It's a bell. Um, but Bronzong's actually really good in a couple of things. It's been in VGC for a while. Um, VGC 16, we're seeing a lot of usage. Uh, Gators got stats on it, I think, for this year right now. Yeah, there's t- uh, in the 24 teams that have made Masters Top Cut, there's 11 of them have a Bronzong on them. Yeah, that's nuts. So. That's ridiculous. Um, Bronzong is currently in the RU tier, but it actually does see some usage in like upper tiers outside of VGC. Um, you could definitely run it as a special tank and just run 252 HP, 252 special defense, uh, and take some stuff. Because with Levitate, you're not getting hit by Earthquake, which is yeah. probably one of the better moves. Um, it itself can get access to a lot of really cool things, like Gyro Ball, which is probably a staple of... Yeah, offensive damage. Yeah, uh, and then you have Earthquake. It can learn Earthquake itself. Uh, It gets access to Stealth Rocks, and on top of that, you get, like, Hidden Power Ice or Toxic or something. Okay, Bronzong, I wish it was better, because it has so much utility. It has so much utility. Because you can essentially, you can run dual screens. I believe it actually gets, um, I might be wrong. I I don't think it gets Rapid Spin. I felt like it did. No, it doesn't get Rapid. If it got Rapid Spin, I think it would see a lot more usage, actually. Yeah. Um, it gets dual screen. You can run Trick Room. You have Rain Dance support because it's a Steel type and it was heat proof. It mm-hmm. you can run um, offensive with them. Um, you can you can run Trick Room offensive with weakness policy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Trick sick. Room. Trick Room is really the reason it's being used in VGC right now. Uh, trick Room's a real big thing in VGC uh, because the matches are so short, so you can actually utilize it to its fullest extent. Yeah, and so he's really big in using that um, in VGC. On top of that. Uh, they all, they're they're carrying Gyro Ball right now, especially now that Xerneas seems to be making a comeback. Plus, Gyro Ball is a good offensive move for. Well, it's because it's got a base thirty three speed. So if another team sets up a Tailwind, yeah, like, a Tailwind or Xerneas Geomancies, it's bye bye Xerneas. I mean, on top that that's the big thing. Uh, it also has access to Hypnosis and Skill Swap, both of which are huge moves in the VGC because you could like pass Levitate to a Groudon, or you could pass. Uh, just one of the weather abilities to to him to restart the weather. Yeah. Um, um, safeguard is another one that's getting played a lot, mm-hmm. too, just because it's a, a doubles format. So Safeguard, because this is the one year Smeargle didn't get quashed. 
and Smeargul actually runs a little rampant throughout the meta. Not rampant, but Smeargul's, like, viable. It runs, yeah, it it runs, runs Dark Void and then all kinds of shields. So, like... Yeah, so Safeguard, <laughs> safeguard prevents the Dark Void from working. And uh, it also it also has access to gravity, which is really big this year. So you get like 100% accuracy precipice blades, a 100% accuracy blizzard. Uh, Kyrum's really fun to play in this meta. And since there, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Pokemon that um, have the flying. So like it, it makes precipice blades hit Talonflame and Cresselia. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. It's really just got a lot of utility in that. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm I'm such a huge fan uh, of Bronzong. Actually, I was running one for a while. And they're just, they're a lot of fun to play around with. Um, in VGC, that is. But it's also fun to play in the TCG until uh, a week and a half from now. So. <laughs> Unless you're playing extended, like strong. Yeah, if you play extended. But if you're playing standard, you're going to be missing out on the Bronze Song from Phantom Forces, uh, which is actually really good because, not because of its attack or anything. It's 90 HP, it's a metal Pokemon. But its ability, Metal Links, is so good because once during your turn, you can attach a metal energy from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. And so it's like a turn-based um, a turn-based blacksmith, essentially. And is... that's important because a lot of the steel mm-hmm. types end up throwing energy away. Yeah. So if you've got a lot of energy going to the discard pile and this Pokemon can bring that energy back and attach it to things on your bench, you're getting powered up. It's It just makes the deck flow so well. Yeah. On top of that, we you have brought uh, we have Bronzong break from the uh, last set. What was that called? Fates collide. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to say Awakening of the Psychic King. Uh, no, Japanese uh, set name. That? <laughs> uh, that so it gets an attack metal rain. You would usually just use this for the extra forty HP, but you get uh, metal rain for a steel and a colorless, where you can discard as many steel energy attached to this Pokemon as you like. For each energy card discarded in this way, choose one of your Pokemon and do 30 damage to it. So it's kind of like a uh, an attack-based uh, Greninja Water Shuriken, which is kind of cool. But, I mean, that would be something like if it's a last resort. I think Bronzong Break would be better as a... Uh, it would be better as just, like, extra HP for your Bronzong. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing any Metal Dex run the break, so... Yeah. it's. I don't think it's nearly as good. But the break card looks cool, so that's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gold, gold, bronzong, bronzong is the bronze bell Pokemon, but it's blue. Um, which I guess I get. Uh, can it be blue? I think. No, um, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, I was thinking too. I was thinking of copper when it oxidizes. Yeah, well, it turns blue. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like green natural liberty cover. Yeah, color. yeah, that's what. That's exactly what I think. Uh, the shiny is also a nice green color. Uh, if you're very interested in green bronzong. No, that's something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't threaten me with a good time, Thatch. But the thing is, Bronzong's really cool. Uh, the last thing I want to say about Bronzong, other than all of the billions of utility it has, it also gets super question mark whenever you play against it because it has access to both Levitate and Heatproof, which are both uh, which one gains immunity to Ground type, which it's weak to, and Heatproof cuts Fire type attacks in half, which it is also weak to. So. That's another great thing about Bronzong. You don't know whether or not you can kill it, uh, depending on what ability it has. Yeah, if you pick wrong and send out the wrong Pokemon, then it's got time to set up more of yep. its... It can set up the Trick Room now, and then do Gravity, so... Yep, it's it's n- a nightmare. I, I swear. I swear. But yeah, Bronzong's really cool. And what about we, uh, Trivia? 
uh, trivia. I don't know if there's any good There's trivia. not really anything good, except for, like, the kind of the funniest one is that Poke Park 2. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pokey Pad entry described the male Bronzong, even though Bronzong is genderless. Uh, also, apparently in Gen 5, when it fell asleep, it did not close its eyes. Its eyes just turned white. Yeah, there's not really much good about Bronzong. Um, <laughs> uh, Bronzong, well, we can talk about the origins. Uh, Bronzong is based on the Dotaku, Japanese bells which are believed to have been used to pray for good harvest. They are often decorated with patterns representing nature and were buried. Uh, occasionally the bronze mirrors and we- occasionally with bronze spe- mirrors and weapons in isolated locations. Bronzong and the fact that it evolves from Bronzor also seems to be based on the old Japanese bi- uh, myth presented in the book Kawaidan, Stories and Studies of Strange Things by Lafcadio Hearn, the priest of, oh my gosh, stop Japanese names, uh, Mujinyama, uh, Mugenyama, maybe, uh, wanted to forge a bell for their temple, so they asked the local woman, women to donate their bronze mirrors for this purpose. A woman contributed her mirror, but later regretted it. Because of her repentance, the mirror wouldn't melt in the furnace until she killed herself. Uh, before her suicide, she said that whoever would break the bell would be given great wealth by her ghost. A multitude of people tried to break the bell by ringing it furiously, so the tired priest managed to roll it down a hill into a swamp. Additionally, Bronzong's facial features resemble those of Mesoamerican rain god Taloc, who is depicted as being predominantly cyan in color, just like Bronzong. In Mexico City, it, which is located on the site of the former capital of the Aztec am- Empire, Artifacts are often discovered during construction-related excavation, which Bronzong's Pokedex entry in Diamond may reference. Which is, uh, let's read that Diamond entry real quick. Because that sounds really interesting. One caused a new sensation when it was dug up at a construction site after a 2,000-year sleep. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, if you want to learn more about Pokemon and how to get into it and stuff like that, you can always check out PucklePodcast.com. We have a great many number of writers giving us some awesome content about a lot of different things. So if you had the time, I would check that out. Also, you can check out us at pucklepodcast.com uh, and talk to us about anything you have questions with, or just talk to us in general. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, tell me that I got the trivia wrong, uh, nice which, scrub. which is some, what somebody did in this week's mailbag, which we are going to go to here, guys. So we are going to kick it on over quickly to the mailbag. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag, guys. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. There we go. Uh, And as always, uh, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge if we deem any of these emails necessary. Um, and if, if you're new to the show, uh, the mailbag segment is where you, the listener can be, uh, read on the show and give your little pieces of input, uh, by sending an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, we are going to jump right on into this mailbag. Last week's question was, what were your thoughts on the, uh, latest news drop? What was your favorite part? 
So we're going to jump right in on, drop, jump right on in. Our first email is from Feldo, who berates me for not knowing more about Pokemon. Uh, so, hey, Puckle, about the trivia last week, I just wanted to point out that there are other Pokemon that lose 30 base speed after evolution. Both Armaldo and Vespaquin lose 30 speed. However, the ones you named in, in the show both lost more than 30 points, so it's all good. Later days, Feldo. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Get good, Thatch. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure it's more than 30, though. That's what the question Yeah, it was more than was. 30. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, who wants to get this next one from Tenacious Typhlosion? I'll take it. Go for it. All right. Hello, everyone. There is one king, and it's me. Whoops. Sorry about that. It's become force of habit for me to begin posts and messages like this in the Pokemon Life Facebook group, where I'm both an admin as well as a member of the Elite Four for our league. Our group is more like a family than it is a group, and we would love for the Puckle community to join that that yeah. And we would love for the Puckle community to join ours, so pl- please feel free to check us out and join. Now on to the mailbag related things. I've been listening to the podcast for the last year and a half, but this is my first time writing in. You guys make my drives to and from work so much better, and I can never wait until the next episode. As for the mailbag question, my favorite part of the recent leaks would be Team Skull. They look really cool, and I'm infinitely curious to find out what their plans for Lunala and Sogaleo are. I butchered that, but um, hopefully they won't leak those answers, because I'd love to discover it in the game. I already know which starter I'm going to get, and I'm sorry guys, but I'm on hashtag Team Litton. He misspelled Rowlet. Yeah, no, Litton, Litton is the is the way. It's the way in the path. <laughs> he misspelled Gator, Rowlet. Gator, okay. you, you didn't say you didn't say Rowlet, right? Yeah. No, it's Litton. Litton You're mispronouncing it. It's pronounced Gator. Rowlet. It, okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, how about how, how about that Poplio? Am I right? <laughs> we, don't, we don't worship that. I'm here. probably starting <laughs> with Poplio. Uh, no, I'm getting Litton for sure. All right. Uh, well, I've got to get back to work and admining, so I'll see you guys on the flip flop. This is the Tenacious Typhlosion signing off. All right. Uh, so Gator, you can get this next one then from uh, Sometimes I Fly. Hello, friends at Puckle. Sometimes I fly here to write down a thought or two. There's been yet another news dump, and if one thing has raised my hopes more than any other, it's the announcement of Team Skull. I miss the days of Team Rocket, a bunch of goons with a simple goal, but plenty of character. I haven't managed to connect to an enemy organization since Magma and Aqua. They all seem too serious for the Pokemon franchise, so I can't wait to see what Sudanigans Team Skull brings to the table. In preparation, I have modified a classic theme song. Prepare for trouble and make it double. To ensure the island's devastation, to unite it under Team Skull Nation. To give Kuki a hard shove to spread our orders with, from Sister with Love. Guzma, Plumeria, these are our leaders in all their might. These dollar store pants are far too tight. Hello and meow. They are broke, all right. Okay. so That's pretty good. That was, that was decent. Uh, not sure that it will turn out as I hope, but I thought it was fun. Okay, to answer the mailbag, my favorite Pokemon of the news dump and all of a sudden moon so far is uh, Shirodesuna. Uh, oh, that's eh. Palo Sand now. Palo Sand, which is uh, great. Pile of Pile sand. Pile of sand. Huh. Yeah. Um, the Sandcastle Pokemon. I love how excited and derpy it looks as if its dreadful tendencies are nothing but an accident. I think a likely storage for its appearance is debated in prey before pulling it into the stand. However... What I love most are the alternate explanations in my imagination. What if they desperately want someone to play with, but every time they try, they can only watch in horror as they descend into its cursed quicksand. Poor lonely uh, uh, pile of sand. 
their trainers better have only flying types and levitate users. Actually, they did come out with the information about it. Yeah. Um, it, it is just like eats Pokemon. Yeah. And... It just, it, it eats their life. It eats like their misery or something like that. Like if you're sad, it just like drains you. And then sometimes those dark spirits end up coming up as the, for, the base evolution. Yeah. And that's how they blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So here's another theory of mine. I don't think it's a coincidence that Pukumuku was released at the same time as Sanaba. They bo- they love a spot so much that it's willing to starve on the sandy beach to stay there, and the Pokemon that die on the sand become Sanaba. That's uh, Sanaba is what is it called? It's uh what it's Sandy. What is it called? Sandy Gas. Sandy Gas. That's yeah, it. Sandy they become Sandy Gas. Who then evolved by building a castle to defend the spot they have loved since the beginning. Tragic yet beautiful. Again, like we said, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you came out just a little Sorry. too Sorry. Finally, I like this Pokemon's Ghost Ground typing. Um, it missed a lot of 5th Gen with Golurk, so it feels fresh to me, and I can't wait to have one of these little rascals on my team. Sometimes I sink into the sand. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that's an old one from That's way a very too old ago. one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this next one is from Lucario Loves uh, Minecraft. Uh, hey guys, Lucario loves Minecraft. My wallet hasn't turned up yet. Sad face. Oh, that's sad. But news drop, right? Yep. Pikapek is standing around lonely. Kamala's sleeping. The new odd generational Magikarp is here. In order to make up for Basculin, Nintendo gave us Wishy-Washy. If Gyarados, the scariest Pokemon of the seas, can be scared by it, then, it, then there must be something impressive about it. I'll just be sad that Jot Ratzinger won't be able to voice it in the anime. Moralol, uh, is, well... A new mushroom-themed Pokemon. Whimsicott should, as Viger said, be friends, not mortal epi- enemies. Moralol can't evolve either. Alolan Marowak. Alolan Fire Dancer or Cubone's Lost Father. <laughs> what? No, it's a Fire Dancer. Alolan Meowth. Alolan perver- Persian re- confirmed. What will Team Rocket Meowth say? Uh, Pukumuku. Can it be pickled? Who knows? But Innards Out defends it from one-hit KOs. I could see myself purposely making it vulnerable to troll grass and electric types. Speaking of electric types, Alolan Raichu, inspiring more forms, this cute surfing callback to the surfing Pikachu line baffles scientists with his electric psychic typing. I can just imagine it surfing across the desert like a land speeder from Star Wars. What's next? How about Alolan Crustal? Uh, Unova must have some influence, as so it wouldn't be too far-fetched. Or how about Alolan Far-fetched? That the duck hasn't had any attention. Alolan Parasect, not just, just not Jinx. I still believe that Jinx should get an evolution like Electabuzz and Magmar did. Also, Team Skull. Any references to the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon? Explorers of time or space or sky or whatever it is, or Duskull or the Verbank City Gym Leader. In in other news, I tried Pokemon Go on a, on a relative's phone. I couldn't really walk around with it. But side of the Hitmonchan, that was noise. Anyway, I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Uh, toasted bagels, Lucario loves Minecraft. I can't believe that. They pick up the game for the first time and then find a Hitmonchan. Yeah, right? What is this? It's garbage. Exactly. I had one the other day. I've, I've got a Hitmonchan, but I don't have a Hitmon Lee. But it yeah. took me a while to get that Hitmonchan. All right. Uh, Shamu, you want to get this next one from uh, Draskanov? All right. Hello, Puckle. Drathkanov here. Or wait, no, wait, no. Yeah, Drathkanov. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I misspoke after it though, but. Oh. Drathkanov, the dragon tamer, reporting in. I would love, I would like to start off by saying I am having a fun time being a part of your community. We're having a fun time with you being a part of it. I'm having the best time of my life. 
<laughs> I'm fairly new to competitive battling, and there's a lot of people here willing to help me. Having not played Pokemon since Gen 3, there's a ton of stuff to learn. I would like to personally thank Dr. Shamu for being patient with me at our first battle. I only brought four pokes with no items. Oh, Arceus, the embarrassment that I, that was. That's did that I'll, on the stream the other day. He only brought five Pokemon. I did. Ex- I tapped confirm underneath the last Pokemon accidentally, and it just, like, went. Didn't so, ask me if I was confirming or not. Yeah. So Thatch is, like, really good. Uh, I mean, kind of good. Yeah. Um, and he's Kind of good. So. That's a good word. Like, it's okay, guy. Alright. I would also like to give back to the community of Puckles that has helped me so far. I have a 6-5-V German Ditto that needs some breeding love. If you would like to or could use them in a giveaway or maybe a battle prize drop. Uh, not necessary. We give away 6-5-V Dittos all the time. Yeah. So I mean, it might be cool to get a, Je- a German one because we have a Japanese one. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll talk. Um, let me see. Where was I? Uh, oh, and for the mailbag, my favorite news dump is still a low... Alolan Ninetales as Ninetales is my favorite Pokemon. I find myself tossing and turning in the middle of the night, praying to the Poke God it will be OU viable. <laughs> it, it, it won't, sadly. Bullet Punch destroys it. But um, since it is Ninetales, I would also love to have it learn crazy moves, much like regular Ninetales, with learning Hex and Solar Beam. I mean, is Ninetales with Earthquake too much to ask? Also, yes. what's with... Yeah, yeah, it's not a physical attacker. So, it's not likely, but um... Also, what was that new Pokemon that was just revealed? Turtonator? I mean, aside from sharing the name of, of a California governor, it didn't seem all that great. Plus, it looks like... What was it? Uh, Taka? To- Taka from TMNT Secret of the Ooze, which doesn't give him <laughs> any points from the looks, in the looks department. I hope this isn't the final evolution either, as this abomination seems to only learn one move, and who wants shell armor as, a, as, a, as, a, as an ability anyways? He is a disgrace to dragons everywhere. Hashtag Flygon of 7th Gen. Well, that's all for now. For Meteor Falls, Draskonov saying, Beware, there's dragons in these mountains. Oh, wonderful. So we have one more uh, from Kelly from the Safari Zone. Uh, do you want to get that one, Gator? All right. Uh, hello, Puckle. We heard that you picked our email for the Green Tauros badge. We can't wait to get hooves. I saw that I'm supposed to email you and then give me a code to put in so to get the badge. The code's uh, just submit the badge. It's fine. Yeah, you can just submit for it. Um, we know we have, there's so few people that like write in. We know who everybody is. Yeah. Um, we may use my fiance's account as a joint account since we're always Puckle together. That's fine. Um, and Trainer Thatch, I hope this isn't too forward. But I went on to Etsy and found a seller who makes great Pokemon badges who would make a custom green Tauros badge. Be a $50 fee for the mold, then $250 per badge. I don't know what your budget is, but if that's feasible, uh, Scyther Hunter and I would be willing to put in $100, which would buy the mold and the first 20 badges. As long as we got the first one, um, then they'd be $250 thereafter. And it's, if it's still too much, we understand, but we thought it would be cool to be patrons of the badge. I can't wait for the badge code and let me know about the Etsy seller. His shop is Pokemon Badges if you want to check him out. Catch you on the flip-flop. Kelly from the Safari Zone. All right. Quick answer. Uh, I'll probably email her after this. But uh, I I am interested. Um, so I looked at his website and I didn't see anything about making custom badges, but maybe you messaged him or something. We'll, we'll talk. We'll get in some communication because if that's the case, we could maybe buy 50 or something of these and these could be cool Patreon prizes or something like that. So we'll we'll definitely talk. Yeah, we're all we all want 
like actual badges. Yeah, we're yeah. all down for this, and we, so we do want stinking badges. We've like, been we've been looking forward to this for quite some time. So uh, if somebody's willing to do it for that cheap, we're down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're down. Okay. So that's it for the mailbag this week. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think anybody deserves the green Taurus badge? Eh, I didn't. Really I didn't see it. anybody uh, too good right now. So uh, try again next week. Um, we will move ahead though, of course. And next week, you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com answering the questions. What is your favorite part about Worlds this year? This year? Um, anything cool about it? Because we'll be talking about that next week, and they're of course going on right now. Uh, you can send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want some more puckly goodness, uh, during your week, you can always check out pucklepodcast.com, read the articles there. Uh, in addition, you could also go to the chat box for that kind of stuff. And if you want to know more about our community events and just follow us in general, you can follow us at Twitter, uh, at pucklepodcast. You can follow it, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pucklepodcast. You can also tumble with us at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. You can subscribe to our subreddit, which we're currently using as our forums, uh, at r slash puckle. And if you want to come and hang out on our streams, we are at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. It's the one that's different than the rest. Uh, you have to include the the or you can't find us. But um, we do all puckle podcast. It's kind just, of. It's just in limbo. Yeah, it's in limbo and we can't get it back. So if anybody listens to us that's like a higher up at Twitch, just, you know, get in contact with us. Because we'd love to get it back. Yeah, we'd uh, like, we'd, we're, we're fine with that. So, uh, Yeah. Uh, and in addition, if you have the time, please go ahead and review us on iTunes. That helps more people find us and helps the community grow. And finally, if you've got a little bit of extra money and maybe you want a green Taurus badge, no promises. Uh, <laughs> you can go to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and donate there. Uh, anything you give us is greatly appreciated and 100% of those funds go back into the community. None of it goes to us and I don't even buy coffee with it and I don't drink coffee. So that's not a problem, but, uh, that is it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And I guess I am trainer thatch. I'm Shimu and I'm Gator. And here in the lavender town radio tower, it's closing time.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 